The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All the world's a stage, and I never forget my passport. I may be anti-gun, but I'm a real straight shooter. <laughs> With a voice for audio. That was like really <laughs> well delivered. I'm extremely here for it. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode, I don't know, and AG 500 something. Leave I know, and for... So not every episode, because once AG started, when it was first created hundreds of years ago, we didn't start the episodes with taglines. But at some point early on, we did. So I have done <laughs> probably 400 something taglines. So at this point, like I recorded three episodes yesterday. And by the third episode, I just, I was Zooming with someone and I truly just stared at the screen. I was like, I just can't do it. I just can't do anything. <laughs> it's so bad what I have. The options are not great. Is Left cra- in my brain. Is it crazy that... That like I said my tagline and in the back of my my like back brain I was like <laughs> that means you know you're in a spiritual that, place that, that means it's working place. yes it it's really working. does it really does um, listen so will this episode I'm so excited to have I'm going to call him a return guest because you cameoed <laughs> in your wife Annalie Ashford's previous <laughs> episode which I was extremely into so welcome. Welcome back Thank to you. Andy's Girls, actor Joe Tapper, starring in The White Chip, which is playing through March 9th at the Susan, and this is going to roll off the tongue, Susan and Ronald Frankel Theater at the Robert W. Wilson MCC Theater Space. Welcome back to AG. First time in the office. Yes. Welcome oh, back. And wow, is this so incredible. If you can't see it, it is, which you can't, because this is <laughs> this an audio it podcast. Is, <laughs> science tells us you can't. But this is just wow, what an amazing Isn't place. Isn't it cool? Oh. And my aunt, um, my aunt Ida is an incredible watercolor oh, painter. It's so fabulous. She gave me this forever ago. So the cool thing, and shout out to Studio Piccolo who designed it, but the cool thing about the cloth is, is like cool. it's just so many different parts of my life that have just that I've just had for forever, but have had no home. So yeah. now it's in this space that Tori beautifully designed, and it's just like it's a it's a place for healing. It yes. really is. It's a space for healing and shoes. And <laughs> healing and shoes, and they and shoes heal. Uh, they do heal. Uh, and 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 I am looking at this this uh, this Broadway poster of the of the the show Jackie. Yes, which we just discussed is a is like fluky because it was like the second Broadway show I've ever seen in 1997 when we came. My mom and I came out here to New York for the first time from Illinois. That's where I'm from, Illinois. Oh. Um, we, uh, you know, I had to have, like I was auditioning for acting programs and stuff like that. So yeah. I came to New York for like Syracuse and, you know, all the, you know, all the places. And we went, you know, TKTS. And, sure. and of course the first Broadway show we saw was Les Mis. <gasps> was oh, it, it had to be Les Mis. <laughs> On my own, um, and then and uh, and then and then the second one, we were like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" And we, of course, went to see a Broadway show, and and we saw Jackie, and um, 
There you have it. It's right there. It is. Do you have plans to see Ariana in Chicago? Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? Uh, oh, uh, I do watch Vanderpump Rules. Oh, do I have plans to see her? Yeah. I don't have plans. Sorry, not Chicago. You're from Illinois. Yeah, so, yeah. But not, so not Chicago, a place where, you know, people go to Nosh, but Chicago, <laughs> a place where Roxy does some Roxy, stuff. Roxy, the, the name is on everybody's right. lips. Um. <laughs> I, I don't have plans. Okay. I mean, I I I would. I've never seen that show. You uh, haven't. No, I I I. This is always surprising to people. I know nothing really about musical theater at oh, all, except okay. for like the privileged shows I get to see uh, my wife in. Okay. Or I go with her to see things. Yeah. So I've I've gotten to see like an amazing things and a lot of amazing things she's been in, but um. But uh, I, I really like don't know a lot. I've never seen Chicago. I never saw Cats. I never saw Phantom. I've like never seen the I, big ones, the Holy Trinity. I've never seen the big ones, <laughs> but I did see Les Mis. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So um, I don't have plans, but I would be uh, interested. Yeah, I've heard she's extending. Did you I hear that? No, yeah. she's just she's like killing the box office right I now. I know, I know. Ariana I walk past Maddox. it every day. Do you? I walk past that theater to get to MCC. Yeah. Do you ever see? Well, no, the timing wouldn't meet up with like seeing people after the hordes of fans losing their shit. I Myself included. Once I inevitably go, <laughs> I I don't think I um. I think because my show is 90 minutes that mm. and that show's three hours. Is it? Isn't it? It's been a while since I've seen it. Is it three? I would or be is shocked. It two and a half. I think yeah. it's it at least is two acts, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I most of the time when I'm walking through there, I'm very grateful that I can kind of just go straight to the drain totally. without having to slalom through the uh the the fans for like MJ or Chicago or yeah. all the all the big well, shows. Well, speaking of your show, so yeah. I went to your show. I feel like every day is a year at this point. I know. So I think it was last week that I went to- It was to, Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's It was Galletine's Day. Yes, so yes. I've rebranded. <laughs> um, I went to your show last week, cried my ass off. Just truly, if asses were made for crying, <laughs> I just truly lost it. I thought your performance was so incredible. It was Thank like you. genuinely fearless and brave and- um, astounding and was thinking um, in my brain while watching it, I need to get Joe Tapper Aww. on Andy's Girls. Because um, I do actually think that there's a through line, not just in what your play covers, but in just the vulnerability shared, which is, I think, in many ways connected to what we do here on Andy's Girls, which is like having hopefully meaningful conversations that people find valuable talking about housewives but also talking about what brought us to this thing. Yeah. Can you tell the AGs a little bit about The White Chip? Yeah, so uh The White Chip is an autobiographical uh play written by Sean Daniels, um who's a wonderful man and um it's a story uh it's a story about his life obviously. Um which is he was very kind of up and coming as a young director and he was working all over the country and he was like very successful and he got a great job as kind of, I, I believe something, something like, I'm not a hundred percent, but something like an associate uh, artistic director, yeah. but a, you know, a, a, a nice, a nice mm -hmm. high level position at a, at a, I'll say an unnamed theater in Louisville, Kentucky, but a big one, a big one. If you can Google and you'll figure it out, but I didn't say anything, but an unnamed theater in Kentucky. 
And, uh, you know, his goal is to, you know, eventually one day take, you know, become artistic director, which is the, the, the head of that mm -hmm. theater for those of us who don't know. And, um, and, and he kind of gets the job The his, his mentor is going to leave and they, 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 they kind of give him the interim position and promote him and, um, all this stuff is so beautiful. And he's, um, and I've heard from people who knew Sean back then that, um, that he was just so, um, charismatic and so compelling and, and, uh, you know, people who saw him at conferences and things like that, and just so affable, you know, just people just mm -hmm. wanted to, you know, kind of be around him. He's kind of like glue. And, um, and but but behind the scenes, he was horribly struggling with with alcoholism, with addiction. Uh, I, I you know, and and in our play, it, it's you know just it's just that 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 addiction, that alcoholism, and it really like took over his life, and everything crumbled. And then you know, <laughs> in an effort to make it not sound like. Um, uh, very depressing. There, it also shows how he recovers from everything mm. and how he. Ooh. Oh my god, my phone! Can you believe I'm such a not professional? Okay, got you it. know. What, wait, hold on. Oh, my phone's in the okay. other room. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, but then it shows just how he recovers from, from his process of recovery, and and as much as it it's about alcoholism and addiction, it's also about family, which I really really love about that show. Like as a parent myself, it's just so much about family and parenthood and. Um, and life and, and that like, you know, it really amplifies the message that addiction isn't weakness mm. and that there is no shame in recovery or support or help. Um, and, and I think in our society, you know, I, 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 and, and I'll say, uh, in one second, you know, in our society, we are so programmed, you know, that, that when, if you, you know, if you have an issue that it's like your, you know, an addiction issue that it's that you're moral failing and that you're not just like tough enough to, um, to just kind of handle yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason that I became involved with this show, um, back in 2019, uh, my dear friend, Chris, Christopher Oscar Pena, who is an incredible, uh, playwright and, uh, film and TV writer. Um, he reached out to me because they were doing, the original um, off-Broadway production, which we did back in 2019 mm -hmm. at 59th, East 59th Street Theaters, he said that they, you know, he'd seen a couple of readings of this and it, the project had been around and regionally and they were bringing it in and that they were, um, you know, the director, playwright, producer were really kind of dabbling with the idea that they wanted to possibly have a, um, an actor, a, a recovering alcoholic mm -hmm. play the, the role of Steven, mm -hmm. which is the the Sean role. And uh, I'm very loud about, I'm very open and loud about my sobriety. Hey, I'm sober. You know, it's like one of the first things I say <laughs> when I meet people, I guess. Um, and, you know, um, I read the play and I felt, you know, very compelled to kind of do whatever I could to get an audition for it. I actually had a job at that time, which is a fluke. Um, I had a job. I was um, going to go do a chorus line. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I was going to go play the director. Oh, and my I, I, God. I, yeah. And, um, and I was, you know, terrified and excited for the challenge. And mm. Anna Lee was definitely um, excited for me to... <laughs> Uh, so, um, but yeah, I was like, I called my, my manager and my agent and I was like, I think this is going to maybe be kind of a, 
you know, a wrench. Um, but yeah. we got to figure this out. We got to, I got to, tr- I got to try. And um, the dominoes fell in my direction or the bal- the the scales tipped, <laughs> the scales tipped. Um, so um, then I got to do it and I've been with it for a while. And, mm. um, you know, I mean, sh- shoot, I mean, 2019 to 2024 that's a bachelor's degree plus so we've all lived a lot of life yeah it's a marymount five yeah (laughs) it's a a marymount five um so so uh yeah and i would say like even for me as a as an a recovering alcoholic back when i was just in the trenches of alcoholism and i mean i would always I fell over. Um, it was would, adding to the drama. I would always, like, I would always, like, black out. I would just, oh, gosh. I, you know, um, it was just, you know, just, I just, just, and people would say, oh, you can't hold your liquor. Oh, you can't, you can't handle, you know, all those things, which I, I don't blame people for saying that for. That's what we're, that's what we're, um, that's what we're, um, programmed programmed thank you what we're programmed to say you know like what's wrong with our uncle max why why does uncle max get so drunk well i mean uncle max has a (laughs) a disease yeah the treatment is so different right it's it's a you know you just gotta you know it's it's tricky it's a tricky thing but but i i really i really i it is a great honor to to be involved in this piece yeah so how does that feel for you to be someone in recovery and sort of inhabiting this role yeah. of someone who at many points in the show is fighting against it? <laughs> like, what's that process like for you to um, navigate it and do so in a way that feels like disconnected from you and your experiences, but extremely connected in the moment in order to do your job? Yeah, um, it it feels very healing, to be honest, like, you know, in the in the in 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 AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, um, it, the twelfth step is the the only way that you keep sobriety is by giving it away. Oh wow! And I and I really feel like just nightly I get to do that. Mm-hmm. Every night I get to go and kind of give the that that message away, mm-hmm. and therefore I get to keep it. You know, so it is. You know, the the play heals. the the play The character repairs. The character heals at the end of the show every night. So I get to heal with it, which I think is is really important to. Um, acknowledge and appreciate mm-hmm. because I, I do end the show and I, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it, it can be tiring, but, but, but I'm not like left in the doldrums of, of, uh, depression that way. Like I, I, because the character heals, I heal with it. Um, and yeah, I just, this is truly like, it's, it's, um, a rare moment where like this thing that I love doing, this acting, right? This this craft that I love to do that I that I really feel like I get to do. Mm-hmm. Like I get to do it, especially after the world turned upside down and they turned off the lights. Mm. I get to do this, you know, I get to do this play and I um and it's an act of service for me. I it, it's like that collision that that they 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 intersect there. I I it, it is meaningful for me and I get to do it. So it's a great honor. It's a it's a great honor um, to get to do this nightly. So speaking of great honors, <laughs> how did your journey to all things Bravo begin? Oh, oh, um, 
I, I, I mean, Bravo, I started watching Bravo back, you know, sh- shit, uh, 20, I mean, wouldn't it be 21 years ago with, with uh, I mean, there's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Sure, of course. And then Top Chef. Yep. And when I was in grad school, I used, like, we would, we would have meetups and watch Top Chef every week at night. We, Love you know, that. you know, I, what was it back then? The, the thing that you could record TV, what was that, uh, that device? It was a box. DDR? No, no. Um, TiVo? TiVo. Oh, God. One of my classmates had TiVo, and we would watch Top Chef, like, because we were never free at 8 o'clock on yeah, Thursday. sure. But, but, yeah, we would watch Top Chef. I remember that first season, like, I, so clearly that first season of of Top Chef and those first seasons of, of Queer Eye. And I, I remember, like, <laughs> I remember maybe it was Kai who was, like, um, teaching one of the, the dudes to, like, um, you know, about... Um, skincare, and he was like, you know, the guy was putting the facial cleanser on his hands, and he was, he's like, hey, don't wash your hands, wash your face, wash your face. You're not washing your hands. You're That's washing incredible. Your face. That's <laughs> I've incredible. I've always thought of that. I'm like, Joe, wash your face. <laughs> You're not washing your hands. Did you ever watch The It Factor? Oh, my God. Yes. No one talks about it, but that was a moment in time. That was must-see TV for me. I mean, you you know, the, the It Factor, I... I you know, in the season two, Jeremy Renner was one I of those Jeremy characters. I remember Jeremy Renner. I remember Godfrey. I remember Godfrey? a woman. Who Godfrey was, was like season com- one. Season. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the season. Yeah. But there was also a woman who was like a comedian, maybe. I feel like I've seen her and stuff. But yeah, Jeremy Renner was the. It was about sort of struggling up and coming actors who seemingly have the it factor and like fighting to be seen, be booked, be cast. Oh. And Jeremy Renner was like oh. one of the guys. I remember he was grappling between two jobs. And one of those jobs was um, the movie with Colin Farrell, I believe. It was like Colin Farrell. Wasn't it Samuel L. Jackson? It was like a yeah. cops or something. And yeah. it was a terrible movie. SWAT. SWAT. And it was he was choosing between that and some like artistic thing. But I don't even remember what the artistic thing was. Or it was a was. TV show or something. Who oh, knows? Oh, maybe. It was but... something. And he was like, oh, God, but I should do the commercial. And I think he didn't he go with the commercial he thing? He did SWAT. He was in SWAT. He and was, was great. And, and he was great. Oh, was he? Okay. I mean, you know, the show, the movie wasn't great. But I mean, how, yeah. you know. But it's, that's but not the point of it. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He was and, seen. He was he, one step yes, closer. Yes. Um, but yeah, I rem- but that was the It Factor season two, which was L.A. Yeah. And oh, It Factor season, season one. one was New York. Do you remember the episode where it was and I think it was an actor. You might remember this better than I, I can almost guarantee it. But it was an actor. She was like looking out onto the skyline of New York and she had maybe had just gotten booked or a callback or something. And the date, if I remember correctly, and I haven't seen this since whenever I first watched it, but the date was September 10th, 2001. Yes. And she was just looking out onto the skyline and they captured that. I mean, it was just standing on a roof in New York. I mean, it's completely, it's, it's just wild. Yeah. Oh, God. It is so crazy. (laughs) It really is. That was sort of Bravo during its genuine, literal, not docudrama, but docuseries era and inside the actor's studio. And then to see that evolve into what it's become now has been really, honestly, a journey. I remember one time, like maybe in 2008 or 2007 or 8, I was... I'm a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. I'm, oh, okay. I'm from Illinois. I'm from actually north of Chicago, but I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan, which doesn't really add up. Okay. But my family's from there from you know generations before I was ever even a thought or born. But I'm a big fan of that team, and I would fly um, to St. Louis to watch games. Mm-hmm. And one time, 
this guy who had just, you know, I knew him because he'd hosted the Top Chef reunions and stuff like that was on the flight too. And I, and I, and we were kind of looking at each other and I was giving him that, like, I recognize you, you're famous kind of look. And while we were waiting in the bathroom on uh, the plane, I said, Hey, um, I, I watched your show. I'm really happy that you're finally getting kind of your own show that's like your nightly show. And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm excited. He was like really nice. And it was Andy Cohen. It was Andy Cohen because he's a big Cardinals fan too. And he's from he St. Is. Louis. Yeah, he's from St. Louis. So it just happened, you know, way back when, whenever that show started, I remember getting to have this like little interaction with him. And I've met him a couple of times since then. And I've never brought that up. Oh, right. oh, you should. <laughs> I bet he would love it, yeah. honestly. That's one of my favorite things whenever Annalie's been on Watch What Happens yeah. Live. I, I go and I take pictures of like, he has like fun St. Louis Cardinal memorabilia on the set. So I always like, I, I think that's fun. Um, Have you ever bartended? As a thing? Yeah. I, uh, no. Not, not in real life, but just in the position of being yes. on being a guest on Watch What Happens. In real life, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, in, uh, I've, I have never bartended. We were thinking, there was a possibility that I think Annalie's going to go on sometime soon. I don't know if- Oh, good. Because she was on during, but it was like to, Zoom during COVID. And then she was on, but I forget what- yeah, uh, and then she was, was the guest was, and then she was, she was on, on two times in the studio. Okay, right, 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 right. But one time was with um, Heather Dubrow oh, when she was God. coming back. Jesus, was and Terry then, there? Was Terry in the audience? Yes, I sat right in? next to him. I have pictures. We talked. We talked. Love that. It Incredible. was great. It Incredible. was great. And and we were talking about a, a famous St. Louis Cardinal player who was all used to be um, tangentially on, I believe, um, OC. And oh, Jim Edmonds. I, I, you said that. Yeah. And anyways, <laughs> he was like, oh, this guy's so great. He's such a great guy. He loves LOL. being married. <laughs> Vicky Gumbleson is hearing this conversation somewhere <laughs> with a cackle laughing her ass off. Uh, but um, so, so uh, yeah, so I got to sit next to Terry. That was a thrill. I mean, I was so thrilled that I was there. And then the next time I got to go was just last year and... It was, um, oh God, I can't believe I'm, Kristen. Kristen and Annalie. Kristen from, from Vanderpump. Oh, Kristen Doty. Yeah, Kristen right, Doty. Was that during Scandal? Was that like after the news? It had it, to have it, been. It was. No disrespect it was to Kristen. Right but... as it was going on. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Right as it was kind of crumbling and crackling and yeah, Scandal. Oh my God. Yeah. So so now she's going to do it. This is I, this got us here. But now she's going to do it again at some point, I think with maybe some summer house people. But um, okay. and, and, and there was an idea of like pitching me to be the bartender, but I, I it, it didn't work out. Um, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to be the bartender for this episode. For this but you episode, might, but I would. Future. God, I would love to. Yeah, yeah. Does Andy know that you're a Bravo fan? I don't know if he knows. I don't know. We should figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I am. There's yeah. no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you think about Bravo and specifically Housewives, mm. what was your introduction to all things? How, in the Housewives universe. I think we I think it was OC. We were watching yeah. OC and then you know these it, it's funny like how the shows kind of play in the background mm -hmm. and then they become like major focuses. Yeah. <laughs> they they become the focal point after being in the background. So OC and I was like, what are you watching? Why are you watching this? And then of course, like <laughs> I'm like, did you record it? Don't watch it without me. Don't watch it without me. Um so OC was first and then New York. Oh yeah. And then um 
<laughs> New York's always like, what is this New York? I don't know this New York. I mean, we're recording on the Upper East Side, but I also do not know this. I walk by it on yeah, occasion, yeah. but yes. Um, uh, uh, New York, and then uh, Atlanta. I watched a lot of Atlanta for a while. I haven't watched it in, in a long time. Atlanta is mm. one of the ones that kind of like uh, maybe my schedules and stuff. It just okay. It's just like I, I, I the the ones I I focus on are the ones I don't watch more. You know, like the ones I'm like, why don't I watch that one? Like we just started watching Miami a little bit. Did you start with the original? You started with the reboot, which is fine. Oh, that's there's okay. a reboot. I didn't even know that. Wait, there's the which, one. Which the, season did you start with? Just the one that's happening right now, where like Scottie Pippen's ex-wife is like with Michael Jordan's son. Right. So that's <laughs> yeah. So Larsa's an OG of Miami. So oh. Miami started however many years ago. They had I think three sometimes meandering seasons. Yeah. Season one is tough to watch, but you get you appreciate the trajectory of the show yeah. once you've gotten through season one, couple seasons, then it was on hiatus. It was over, canceled yeah. over on hiatus, quote unquote, for nine years. And then they brought it back. Oh, so I think whoa. now I'm getting the numbers mixed up in my head. We're recording this in the morning. I <laughs> I um, I think it's maybe on its third season of the reboot. Might be huh. fourth. Uh, so yeah, so the- Fun. So, yeah, so some of these people we know, Alexia, we know, Marisol, we know, Larsa, we know from the- original iteration of the show they yeah. carried over into the new one and neither of us have ever been to miami so it's kind oh my of, god yeah we, we need that's like one of the cities we need to go to oh together. you have yeah, to go I to miami I've, I've heard it's incredible um but yeah oh jersey i mean jersey was so a big one where do you stand on. Teresa v Melis? Where do you find yourself? Are you a tree hugger? Are you a gorgita crunch <laughs> are you a voyeur i think i'm kind of melissa yeah I think I'm kind. Of, I I I think it sounds reasonable. Like mm. it just doesn't seem. Well, but also like with with tree. Like I I also don't know like how malicious it is. It just kind of seems almost kind of um, accidental. Really, <laughs> I don't know. Like it just seems like I when she's like I I didn't mean it that way or you know whenever she says like well I didn't mean it that way or. Um, that's what wasn't my intention. I'm kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll, maybe it wasn't. Most people, I'd be like, it was. You, you are a malicious person, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I, I feel like she signed those things because he was like, sign them. Oh yeah, that you, part, you know hundred percent. Like, I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, um, but yeah, Melissa, and, oh, it's 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 so sad, right? Like, you know, it's like they're it's like we only get you know. We only get one family, and what's going on with um? What's 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 her new husband's name? <laughs> He's wild. He's got some stuff. I feel yeah. like she's gonna need some support yeah. in the next couple of years, yeah. if not now. And the difficulty, but also I guess the potential is if if a family, you know, your family, but also you are yourself a whole complete person, and if this situation is bringing you so much things toxicity, stress, frustration, you have to disconnect. It's not to say that in the future you might find your way back to each other and people always reference their parents and your yeah. parents will want you to be together. But I also think their parents wouldn't want them at war. No. And if the only way to have peace right now is to have complete separation, yeah. even though LOL, they're like filming the same show together, albeit not while engaging with each other, yeah. then I think that's the way to go. When Dolores said they should not speak, they should live their own lives, yeah. I was like, you cannot cross Dolores. No. Like, Dolores, I think, is the ultimate kind of 
person there who really, really can speak truth to what's going on. I love her. I love her. I love her. Yeah. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah, she's a top five. I don't know if she's in my top five, but she's definitely a top five housewife. Yeah. I think she is in my top five, actually. Hmm. I never I thought forget. about who my top fives are. There's some that's like full. I, I, there's none of them would be in my top five. But some some shows, it's like maybe two of them are in my top five. I maybe if I had to think about it. If you had to think of like just who comes to mind, and your top five can be. I mean, I've had people on who talk about their top fives where it's like the top five people that I love to watch, or the top five people that I just genuinely love, or the top five people who huh. I might personally hate, but I love to huh. watch on this show. It can huh. be whatever you want. Like I've had people repeatedly who are like, I don't want to fuck with Ramona IRL but like I'm, she's in my top five because she's a top tier housewife like it can really go in any direction you get to choose I don't know if this person's in my top five but I, because I'd ha- I, w- I really want to give like real thought to this but one thing I really love is that the way that the countess always diffuses like a, a problem with me like let me just make can we make some eggs can, can I <laughs> let me make you sit down and eat these yes. eggs and just I'll cook for you and just like let's all I just I, I love, love that she knows she knows how to diffuse a situation but also absolutely magnify one she has that kind of skill and also I think it's fair to say like they all kind of change like the way I feel about them always changes over several years. Like mm. I, the the woman, the um, I don't you know. Of course, everything is escaping. Like there's characters in the OC that that I, characters. Oh my god! I know. I love that. Sorry. I there's that. people in the OC. You're human beings. You're human. <laughs> yes. Um, you live. You breathe. Um, there's there's people in the OC that I was like, I I can't I can't handle any of these people mm. and now like a couple of them like oh like you're amazing <laughs> you know like good for you um uh but anyways um uh, but yeah so a lot of housewives and then Vanderpump came into my life and then that opened us like we're fully into like that the house the house the houses the houses and the rules we haven't we haven't really gotten into southern hospitality yet but i i could see that happening maybe you know, in the same way that I like, I, I don't want to count it out because I was like, I'll never watch Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> and, and here, uh, you are. And here, this is how you find I, yourself. Yeah, because it's like Vanderpump Rules, Southern Charm, uh, and and the houses. Like, yeah, yeah we, we, those are those are. Um, if we if we were if we were in our apartments, um, if we were in our apartment when the show was live, yeah, it would be appointment television. As as are all of them. Yeah, but but uh, but you know most of them are always recorded because you know we're always life happens. Yeah, and we're you know at, from eight o'clock till ten right. o'clock we're we're out. Oh my god! So you would have to like stay off all of well, I mean you're quite literally performing during that time, but just stay off of social, no spoilers, because uh, yeah. God forbid that's the worst thing. It is happens. literally I, when the memes come out, then yeah. I'm like, well, I am fucked. Yes, I I I stay off social media. Yeah, smart. I, I tell my mom, my mother-in-law, let's not, we don't, we didn't watch it. Don't tell us. Do they us. both watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. is this something that like brings the family together? I think so. Are you on, is there a text thread? Is it like mom, there ha- mother-in-law, there has wife, a, that's, you? We should have that. You um, should. It's just like kind of all separate things. Okay. But yeah, we should. Yeah. But we're kind of right now, we're like really into, you know, kind of like you know, what episode three of Vanderpump Rules has just happened. 
and you know summer house is about to start so this is a very exciting time i mean what um utah just wrapped up or salt lake yeah. which, which is fun <laughs> and also your show is a little salt lake city coded because there is oh, some yeah. conversation of about Mormonism. all things mormon yeah which is i was thinking about heather gay during this i was thinking heather gay would really appreciate this show yes yes and and i love that's my favorite thing about the show i not not to be a spoiler for anybody sees it but i love that like the character um, Sean in real life, but mm-hmm. the character Steven, he, which is Sean, um, you know, says like, yeah, maybe I can't do organized religion, but like, I'm not spiritual less, mm-hmm. you know, like he is, he's, he's evolved to a place where, the, you know, even though science and those things mm-hmm. help square his, his, his brain, but like, he's, you know, he believe he, you know, believes in the in the universe, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I really love that. Like these things can all exist. All can be true. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. Astapro is a first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. It delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. Living in New York City is not easy. Just ask Sonia, trying to sell that house. There are so many mornings where I wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst cold of my life. And I realize it's actually from allergies. When my nasal allergies flare up, and that happens when the season changes and the temps get a little warmer than they normally are, I use Astapro, and I'm amazed at how fast I'm back in the game. And that game is looking for Dorinda on the Upper East Side. Astapro always has my back and nose. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and 
looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. They're leaving conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDYSGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDYSGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Row, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. Right. People yeah. say like, uh, my New Year's resolution is um, yes and, mm. right, instead of but. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I like that. I really love that about the, the, the end of that play. It's like, yeah, and, right, this thing and this other thing. And, and one doesn't mean the other one isn't 
uh, doesn't have value. Well, it's sort of the difference between organized religion and faith. And you can have both. But for I think for Heather, especially because there's so much culture associated and community that she lost after leaving Uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. I think for her, we've seen a little bit of a struggle with navigating sort of where is my just faith? And that can be faith in a higher power. That can be faith in people. I mean, it's, it's sort of specific to what that person is experiencing at that point, but it's certainly interesting to watch and see play out. Whoa, I know. Um, And like... (laughs) Oh, gosh, that was such a crazy end. I mean, that was like also like a crazy, a lot of, I got a lot of texts at the end of I mean, the Salt finale episode was, that's one for the book. I mean, it I was watch that over and over and over again. Watch yeah. television. We'll never get that again. I, I was talking about it at Barry's with the instructors. I love that. <laughs> like, like I was sitting on the side and I was like, you're talking about Salt Lake City. And they're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is the thing that brings everyone together, which yeah. I love because yeah. I do think that the Bravo community, it's a language that many of us are fluent in or at the least speak and yeah. love speaking. And it's a shorthand. It's yeah. a sh- it's a way to connect with people very quickly on topics that can be otherwise really sensitive to discuss. And I think about that with what's happening in Beverly Hills right now and with Kyle's journey, her sort of rediscovery of who she is inside of her her marriage, a potential future without it. I think of it in her decision to stop drinking and to focus on herself and her own independence without alcohol. And I'm curious for your thoughts on how this has been discussed on the show. There's been a lot of cast members who have been bringing it up in ways that might not be the most sensitive. What's your reaction to that? Uh, I think like, I think it's kind of really like, was it Dorit? That's like, come on, like, like maybe in a, in a, I don't know, maybe it was her I think I think it was several people. Yeah, but like in their in their testimonials, kind mm. of being like, like how long are you going to do this? And it's I, I mean, she's like truly like, I, there's not like she's living her her best life. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't don't you think? I mean, she she seems so clear. I, you know, and 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 all that. I mean, I don't know her. I did run into her once. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of times, but one time. Last summer, we were at a wedding um, up in in Colorado. That's where my wife is from. And we were in Colorado up in like Lauren Boebert's district. Oh, wow. Like way, 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 in, there. way okay. in there. And while we were up there at this wedding, we were like, well, we're, we're like an hour away from Aspen. We've mm. never been. Let's go. So we drove to Aspen um, and spent like the night there. And we were at this really amazing um, like Mexican restaurant. Oh, great. And there was... Kyle and Mo, whoa, with their family, big t- and and yeah. she kept looking at me and smiling at me, and I was like, nope, I'm not. <laughs> whoever you think I am, oh my I'm God. not that person. You don't know me. Um, but she kept like she even I I remember at one you know because I I I freak out about the Bravo Bravo yeah. verse more than I do like hundred percent than yeah actors or sure. and, and musicians or for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And when so I was like, oh my God, Annalyn. She she's looking at me. She's pointing at me. She's pointing at me. Now she's referencing Mo. You know, like and um 
And, uh, and then I, you know, we, you know, kind of like acknowledged each other as, as we left and they were sitting down, but it, it, it kind of like elapsed. It, it, it went through some time. It was expanded over 15 minutes of like, do we know that person? Who is that and person? And you never well, went over? No, I never went over. Because you didn't want to like intrude It was a moment? bit, they were having a big family. Oh, it was like all the kids, but then like the kids, I think friends so. and yeah. stuff. And, or... and, and cowboy hats, you know, because everybody, oh, yeah. everybody, she's a, she's a everybody dresses she up she's in their Aspen, Aspen chic, right. cowboy chic. Yeah, the hat costs <laughs> $600. Have you, yeah, those hats are in, really expensive. From, from that place. We went to that place. Did you? And it's crazy. No, Kimosabe. Yes, it, and they're beautiful hats, and they and it's like, you know, they're gonna they're it's gonna be fitted to you, it's gonna be steamed, it's gonna be customized, and all that, and it's all and they're Stetsons, which means you know they, they it's a real deal. Yeah, I mean you can you can leave your Stetson to your great grandchild. I mean that's real, but um yeah they're two thousand dollars or something insane. yeah it's nuts i think kyle showed us wasn't there one that she showed us with like fur no it had diamonds on it yeah it was like thousands of it had yeah. diamonds yeah. what a waste of a diamond by the way to <laughs> put a, it on a cowboy but hat. it is funny apologies like, to cowboy hats yeah. are fabulous but like yeah leave the dot put the diamond on a ring i know it's funny to to see all the um you know all the people kind of walking around in their like costumes it's cosplay not that she's not that she you know but no, but it is a little cosplay. rich person yeah. cowboy. Cos- yeah, cosplay. Couture. Yeah. Is what it is. Yellowstone. Look at us. We're doing Yellowstone. It it truly is that <laughs> moment. And and the I wonder how this is all going to be kind of unpacked on the reunion when it comes to Kyle, because she's certainly expressed a level of frustration with how the cast has talked about her decision to stop yeah. drinking. I I don't know how much that's connected to all of the other things going on in her mm-hmm. existence right now. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if like they just think it's like frivolous or you know it's just temporary or and that's I mean you know the way that I've come to think about this and I and I try to say it to my son you know like it's not our it's not our that's not our business. That's not our mm. problem to worry about that. That's them. That's, you know, cause, cause with, with parenting, right. You, you know, you, your kids have friends and yeah, but my, my, my best friend gets to watch, uh, the this movie like, yeah. or the, or gets to play this video game. And it's like, well, that's, that's them. That's their thing. And then this is our thing. And that's how that goes. And I wish that it could be a little bit more like that with Kyle, but I don't know how much all of that is kind of connected with, you know, all the other stuff that the, the the tattoos and the you know what is it that Dorit said it was like uh, you don't tell me anything anymore yeah um, do I need to tattoo your name on my body for right. you to tell me something which is woo shots fired yeah um, truly uh, and you know I've heard some rumblings about that I've heard some rumblings about that. what do you mean um, Kyle and uh, I'm I've, I've, Oh, a Morgan. Yeah. I yeah. think you meant about their uh, Kyle and Dorit's friendship. I was oh, like, oh, no, no, tell. no, 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 <laughs> because... no. But Kyle and Morgan. Yeah. yeah, I think um, I think the reunion is going to be fascinating. Yeah. And it does also lead into this larger conversation about the ways that alcohol has been used on different franchises on New York. Honestly, like the original cast is like a plot device at yeah. points. Yeah. I think that was one of the difficulties around the original franchise was that because it was based in like binge drinking yes. as the environment, 
you were watching people attempt to do their jobs thinking that that was a part of their job or using their job as a way to block conversation about this thing that they were doing. (laughs) What's your reaction in watching some of that? Um, When when I, 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 it always is kind of a bummer to like, be like, oh, like it's like, oh, to loosen up or, you know, like I I always like wonder like what the back, the behind the scenes are, you know, Mm. oh, loosen up, loosen up, become your, you know, be able to have that lubricant to say or do what the thing you wouldn't do um, when you were, you know, um, sober. Mm. Uh, And you Something that happened during episode three of uh, Vanderpump recently was really amazing. I loved when um, Schwartz was like, I'm sober curious and I brought this thing for you, Lala, and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and Lala was like, sober, curious, California sober, all these expressions. And what did she say? Like, I don't recognize them, but, Mm. you know, you do you, Mm -hmm. which is so um, interesting, right? Like... I w- I will say something that I grapple with as a as a sober person watching like a fully sober person watching um the 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 Bravo verse you know and all like there's so many people that are like dabbling with sobriety but there's all these like levels of sobriety right like I I I still I still smoke pot or I still eat marijuana or mm-hmm. you know all those things and. I I wait I can't you know that that's not an option for me if I you know I I always say as a joke like I wish I could but that's not that's not possible my my sponsor once said it's actually impossible to be high and sober at the same time mm-hmm. which which is which is a funny thing but but truly like you do you you know if 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 you think that that can happen I think that's great you know uh you know if if if, if alcohol was the thing that you, you know, and you can have this, these other things, you know, the, the gummies or whatever. I you know, that, like she said, you do you. I thought I was like, oh, okay. All right, Lala. That's, that's really good. Good for you. Like that's evolved. That's more evolved than I've been. I think I've, I've had, had some resentments in my, Mm. in my sub, my sober life for like, man, I, I just, I I can't do that. Like I, I can't be on summer house and say that I'm sober, but then also like, Hi, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. like you. That's that's like an oxymoron. I think it's also. I mean, certainly, some people have different ways of defining their own sobriety. Yeah. But it's also for many of us as a viewer, sometimes conflating not drinking mm. with being sober, which, to my understanding, are two different worlds. Because sobriety encompasses not drinking, but also a lot of other elements of recovery that potentially a person, you know, it's like a housewife goes out to dinner twice and doesn't order a cocktail and will say, I'm dabbling with sobriety or I'm I'm sober right now. And it's like, well, the the use of right now is important, number one, but also this phrase is larger than the way that you're using it. And I wonder about the um the effect of that of sort of not it's not uh intending to minimize this thing, but it's maybe sometimes uh, not a full use of the word. I, I, I yeah. Or true or understand. I, I, I agree. You know, and then also like I'm trying to be open to the fact that like there's medicinal purposes to mm. these to to marijuana that like I like whatever that medicinal pur- that's just not an option for me. So so, um, you know, I, 
Yeah, it's 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 tricky. It's so tricky. It's so I really I I have to say personally my I have to really work on my like my resentments towards that. Like cuz mm. cuz I am so happy that Carl doesn't drink. Like that just was not working for him. Yeah. But then I'm also like but Carl, you say you're sober, but you they were just saying you were smoking pot, you know, like like yeah. I, why don't I remember this? Don't you remember? Um, I remember obviously his decision. I thought his whole thing was that he didn't, he wasn't quote unquote California sober. Well, di- all right. So but that, I'm completely forgetting. That one, I know I am. That one, um, wasn't it? Didn't didn't um. Oh goodness, she makes the cookies and she's amazing. She uh, makes Maya. The, Maya. Yeah. Didn't she like get in an impasse with um? with Carl's ex-fiance because she, she like saw a text that was like, come smoke, come smoke oh, pot with me. Oh, okay. Do you, you, I'm losing the plot a little bit on Summer. Sometimes this is like during kind of goes the, through yeah, me. And I think like Carl said one time, like, I'm just like a, I'm not an asshole when I, when I don't drink or, or wait, wait, no, no. I'm, if I don't drink, I'm not an asshole or I'm not like a mean person. He said something like that. Okay. I, I thought it seemed like he was saying at that point, whenever that was filmed, that he was like still. There might have been, he might have taken a journey which began with like not drinking, but still doing certain yeah. things. I don't think he, he does consume i like i don't i don't i'm not great um i i I i'm not entirely sure i don't think that that i think that might have been something that was at that time that it was at that time happens a lot yeah i don't think he i don't think he's he if he was at some point i do not believe that he is and a big part of that and a part of the upcoming tension with um with Lindsay is mm-hmm. that apparently at some point during one of their arguments, maybe more than one, she references uh, raising questions about whether or not he is at that point currently sober. And that for him was like the line you can never cross, let alone from his fiance, like just yeah. an, an unbelievably oh. upsetting oh, point yeah. for him. So I think that has an impact, but I don't know about like pot stuff. I really don't. I'm, and that's in no way me questioning anything. I'm just talking about uh, um, what uh, actually happened. Oh, okay. So it does look like I just did a little Google. So um, in 2023, it does look like at one point he dabbled in being quote unquote California sober um, and and did not continue that path. Continued cool. being sober without including oh, great. other um, uh, other substances i yeah, guess yeah. is what you would say um and that i think has been an incredible journey to watch Carl's. to watch him go it's through been, it's been amazing yeah and it's also been kind of tough to see cuz Lindsay had had been for a long time an important support system for him yeah. as a friend then as a girlfriend a partner and then to watch her drinking and getting into some of the behavior associated with that yeah um, has been a difficult, that's been a difficult thing yeah, to watch. That was, that was, that was, uh, watching him get sober, you know, and, and really going is really, 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 really inspiring as has been Lala. Watching her get sober has been really, really inspiring too. Um, I love that we're able to, like, I always say like, 
I always say, um, if only there were a device that could tell us this information. If that were only at our fingertips, and mm. look at that, it is. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's been it's been really inspiring to like watch that that actual physical transformation, you yeah. know, and and and. I mean, that that's like the tricky thing. Like, I think like other members of Summer House, mm-hmm. other members, um, other male members of yeah. Summer House. I'm like, if you watch yourself and you see how your voice changes and your face changes and your behavior changes, and m- maybe it's not like as as antagonistical as it has been in the past or something like that, but like never do this again. Like, this is not working for you. Like, it's like... Like it's it's yucky to watch like it's yucky to watch like the the face melt and like the voice change and it happens like so quickly the more and older and you know what I mean that they get and the more and more they drink and it's like we can hear it like mm. we can hear you know and you know fortunately like that that and it used to be so kind of creepy and antagonistical and it's not as much anymore. I think I'm being very coded in who I'm implying. Well, I think it's tough when you're on a show, when you come to a show or you're a part of creating a show mm-hmm. where binge drinking is like at the core yeah. of the drama. Like yeah. we talk a little bit about, you know, OG New York, but Vanderpump rules certainly, totally. Summer House certainly, let yes. alone if you, I don't know, you know, own an alcohol business. Like yeah. that can be, oh, that can yes. add to it too of like how- Your branding, of, right? Right, and it's your marketing. You're thinking yeah. I'm doing my job or showing you not necessarily what fun looks like, but what successful drama looks like because I'm doing my I'm doing what production wants me to do what the network wants me to do what my maybe collaborators want me to do and what I want to do and some of that might be the reason that I'm you know drinking to the to excess because you feel like it's a part of your job description or you've decided that that's at the core of it and constantly renewed right it's yeah like never I mean main character mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> a main a main person um i love that carl is like, I, that's one of my face like i'm going to bed yeah. <laughs> i'm just the same way i'm like i'm going to sleep i'm going to bed i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna clean and i'm gonna go exercise and my day i'm gonna have like five hours of a day before anybody wakes up i love that that's like that was such a great thing when i got sober i was like oh my gosh i have a whole day sure before i'd even wake up yeah you know, like I've lived six, six hours yeah. before 11, Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I think about, you know, Kyle going on vacation and she's up at like 6 a.m. working out in the gym. And I think of what I just keep thinking about Kyle because we're nearing the end of the season of Beverly Hills. And there's so much oh, yeah. that we have experienced with Kyle and her family and talking about alcohol addiction and what she has experienced by being yeah a sister at points a caregiver for Kim yes what are your thoughts on a, a a point that has been referenced many many times which was the end of Beverly Hills season one that scene in the limo where Kyle and Kim are going at it it's seemingly decades of anger that's been buried that then comes to the surface and Kyle in that moment saying the thing that she probably has not ever said out loud in real life to her sister that she's now saying in front of a camera crew of like, well, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh, boy, that is that is so right. I mean, because 
I I can't. I mean, to to be to be called that on national mm-hmm. um, television has got to be very intense. And yeah. and I can't quite remember Kim's state at that time. But if she was, uh, I mean, it's just it's it's all that. Like it's shame. It's embarrassment. It's it, 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 it's. It's all those things wrapped up into one. And I, I, you know, in those moments, like, even though it's rooted in sincerity and concern and all that, it's like, maybe this is just like not the moment for this, but it was great television. It was, but I also wonder, because I've heard from so many people who reference that moment when talking about Kyle and her decision to seemingly shame her sister on camera. Like, this is the way that I am going to it may not have been her intent, but it was the impact. And I think a lot yeah, of people litigate that's right. her intent. I think that's right. That I, I agree with I agree with that. I don't I don't think it was her intent. She's like, we don't know how to like navigate these situations as a as a society. Like yeah. what's right, what's not right, right? We well there, there was a, a show called Intervention, right? Yeah. You know? And um and you know, John Mulaney just did an incredible comedy yes. tour about his intervention, you yeah. know? And and um and how we all deal with those things, and 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 yeah, I, it's just it's just the sh- the shame, the moral failing, you know. And what I love about the whole thing with, or what what I love that uh, a narrative that I love being amplified by this with Kyle and Kim is that this is a this is a hereditary disease, mm. you know. Like my dad died of alcoholism. Uh, his thank you his his, my uncle Mm. my other uncle is on is on the is it is on the um you know he's 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 not doing great um other family members in my bloodline are is it because we're just like the the tappers are weak no this is like this is a disease it's a hereditary disease it doesn't it doesn't affect everybody god please if you're listening (laughs) please don't don't give this to my son, but you know, like it's like my my wife has celiac disease. Yeah, my mom has celiac disease. Oh, my son has celiac disease. You know, it it, it but I don't have celiac disease. Like they they're I, I'm being a little reductive with with um you know like that is a false equivoc- equivocation, but but this is a disease, and it it is a disease that will ravage a family. I mean, it will it will it, it will just it will get there and. And, um, and I always say to my, my boy, I say, you know, I have an allergy. I have an allergy to alcohol. I, I, I just, I, I, that's why you never see me drink it. I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I, it just, it, it makes me sick. And that's not untrue. Like when I, when, you know, it just, it just, I, I always say like when Annalie and I are out having a meal or something and she orders, um, a cocktail that is really expensive <laughs> and she like drinks a couple of sips of it and then she's like done i'm like well congratulations <laughs> you are not an alcoholic because there is no way that like i could ever like it has to be gone mm. you know and and then we have to think about the next thing but but yeah that like with like that and then their mom also right their mom had a issue it was their mom right i don't know was it what did they talk about that in the last episode about the mom big kathy i don't no 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 um uh the the, the their mom right Kyle and Kim's. Yeah. Their mom's name was also Kathy. Oh, it was? So oh, it was Big Kathy. Big Kathy. I, th- 
<laughs> we don't really get into. Although actually one of my very good friends, one of my best friends from Rhode Island, <laughs> it only occurred to me after many, many years because of the nickname that her, she's named after her mom and her brother's named after his dad. But because of the nickname, it really, truly, after many years, I was like, oh, you know what? I think they have the same name, which I think is honestly fabulous. But yeah, so I, I think- Wasn't that like their, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Well, no, just to say, I don't know, I know that there's a book about their family that I haven't read, but I, I think- whatever is going on with their experiences with like guilt and shame and secrecy is generational. Yeah. So whatever environment, if it was trying to hide Kim's addiction versus understanding that this can be passed through family members, just some sort of, this became like a group, not really decision, but act of like, we don't talk about this thing, yeah. but also we need to make sure she's cared for. Yeah. And so I think for Kyle, there were, there's obviously a lot of probably, uh, surely fear, but also anger about the ways that she felt she needed to take care of her sister and not be able to address this thing that nobody talks about. And the flip side of that, I think for Kim is that Kim was in a caregiver role for her family was like the breadwinner for her family very early on and seemingly more than likely was not in an environment where she could share how she was feeling, let alone what she was experiencing. And I think both of them you could make an incredibly valid argument both. And also who knows what was going on with Kathy at that point, who's a little older, but like the argument of both of these people were raised not to discuss this thing, to have it quote unquote taken care of, to laugh around it, to figure out ways to support each other. That also included some element of frustration about being in that role. And I think you could look at their childhoods and be like, both of these people were probably adulting well before they should have been. Yes. And that has just then add a couple decades. And now you're on reality TV and you're not talking about this thing, but you know other people might. Yeah. It's like, it's, I think that lends itself to having the conversation surely about how Kim felt in that moment in the limo. Ugh. Kyle taking responsibility for how her actions maybe further exacerbated a really sensitive situation, but also understanding that there were other things happening here. Yeah. Um, and also one thing that is kind of been upsetting with the way people are talking about Kyle is like, we, we it may not be working for her anymore. You know, like she just like, it's like, how do they know? You know, we if she doesn't want to drink, that's, you know. That's just like one of the things that I did before I got sober, I had a really, really amazing friend who's, she's just so incredible and she's so successful and things are going so great in her life. She's this incredible documentary filmmaker. And Mm. way back when, like, I mean, shit, like 14 years ago, she at at a wedding Mm -hmm. was like, I I don't, I'm sober. I don't drink. And I was like, I just like, I minimized it. And I, you know, you have those tattooed moments where you're like, uh, you know, you, in your, in your, those tattooed memories of like, I like look back at that. I'm like, well, I just like totally shrugged off her, her decision. It's like, I'm not, how, who am I to say what disease she has or doesn't have or I roll her decisions? Like, we never do that with other things, you know? Yeah. Like, I decided to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym five days a week now. We would never be like, Ugh, please, like, stop doing that. Like, 
like but we do that with alcohol we do that with 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 substances and it's mm-hmm. it's so it's so um it's so perplexing our our society's relationship with these things and or or what's the why there and you know yeah it's all legal too which is another interesting thing right yeah and i think also bravo has been in somewhat a small amount of a reckoning with yeah. how they encourage and facilitate mm. binge drinking mm-hmm. and that has led to incredibly difficult moments. I think of Sonia a lot just because Ugh. she just, and obviously Luann's kind of journey, not kind of, but Luann's journey, the way that Dorinda, it just always goes back to OG New York, oh, Dorinda's uh, extreme Dorinda anger toward Dorinda. Bethany and how she was using you know, the word, are you drunk versus are you a drunk? You know, and how do you yeah. look at my drinking? It's Dorinda. Dorinda's, Dorinda's tough. Dorinda. Dorinda's, but Dorinda, the thing that I, I don't know if you agree with this, but the thing that I've said about Dorinda is like, yes, is she using alcohol in a way that is at best not healthful for her? Yes. But the thing is, like, I, I have felt, and please tell me if you feel differently, but I've always felt that like, alcohol can um, release your inhibitions. And with Dorinda, I think there's so much rage and she uses alcohol as a way to like give herself a permission slip, but the the rage is still there. And so unless, until you treat that rage, also, you know, the things that you're using in order to experience and exhibit it, we're not gonna really get to the heart of the matter. Yeah. Uh, uh, she made it nice. Um, yeah. uh, I think like one of the things, like to talk about the play, the, the white chip play and, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I, and I think you can see it in, in what we we're doing is like the play shows that there's the magic mm-hmm. and then there's the medicine mm-hmm. and then there's the madness. And then for the fortunate, there's the miracle. And I see, like, if you think about it, like, we see those, we see that, we actually see that through the, through the, through, through Bravo, right? We see, we see people using the magic, right? Ah, like I'm, I'm, uh, no inhibitions and I'm doing great and I'm renewed and all of my businesses. And then there's the medicines, which we, which we just discussed, right? Like to, to, this, this release Mm -hmm. and, and then madness, we've definitely seen some out some substance madness and then but now like you said with this reckoning we're seeing the miracle right we're seeing carl and that miracle we're seeing lala like like having to go through like could you imagine lala having to go through all those things that she's been going through with motherhood and parenthood and 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 and, oh you know but like she's been able to be present Mm -hmm. i mean that is such what a gift she is giving um her her family to 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 be present for all of that you know she, oh gosh i think that's connected with what kyle t- has told the cast too of like i cannot drink because th- there's stuff that i'm experiencing i cannot add something to this yes. environment to how yes. i feel to mourning the loss of her best friend yeah. to trying to figure out her marriage yeah. her future how she defines herself she's like i can't i need to focus on myself and alcohol limits my ability to do that that's right and i think that's incredibly clear and understandable for a lot of people yeah i i do love her i would say she i i without giving much thought of it i i would probably put her in my top five she's in my top five yeah. and it's she's been she's, in she's been on probation before she's been in <laughs> she's really well, fucked up including this season including on the after show but like i, I am a kyle i'm a 
I think I'm a Kyle apologist. I'm also a Kyle truth teller. Like I will drag her to hell and I have <laughs> passionately on Andy's girls, but like I am also a, a Kyle apologist. Don't you think that one year, the first year that Lisa was not on the show anymore, that they tried to kind of like, like the narrative was like she was going to be like the new Lisa? Yeah, she is not. She's a flop. <laughs> she's, Wait, a flop. She's, not, she's a beta. She's right? a strong, important, influential beta. But like <laughs> Kyle does not carry the light when it comes to alpha energy and she's probably better off for it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I felt like that. That was yeah. like, this is, uh, she, that's not her. That's, that's not her. No. <laughs> no. And now we're seeing this new kind of generation of Kyle and her just kind of independence and yes. search for discovery. And I think the upcoming finale, we haven't yet watched it, but I think it's going to. It's tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're recording. What day is it? Today's Tuesday. We're rec- yeah, it's tomorrow, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a journey. Yeah, I'm curious for your thoughts after you watch it. Honestly, oh yeah, well let's text. Yeah, hundred we'll percent. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited to watch. You know, we got we got Vanderpump tonight. We yeah. got we got um, Beverly Hills tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and then Thursday. What is Thursday? Is Thursday going to be? Well, Summer House will be on Monday. Isn't Summer House normally oh, I think on Monday? Summer House is premiering on Thursday. Is that on right? A they're Thursday. Mo- they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes, yes. I was looking at like recording stuff and I was surprised that it was on the Thursday, but I could be completely wrong. Because the decks are on Monday. I don't deck. I'm not a decker. I'm not a decker. I used to be a decker. It's their number one most popular show on Bravo. Yeah. I just can't I, do it. I used to deck. I used to kind of get into mm-hmm. the deck, um, but I, it's just like I lost the thread. Yeah. And then once you get behind, it's like, oh, you're. It's, it's impossible over. to catch up. It's to catch over. Up. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense, right? Summer House would be on Thursday because Southern Hospitality is also on Thursday. Yes, which I haven't. I haven't either. But maybe one day. There's drama. I heard. I heard it's good. I just, when it comes to tertiary kind of um, shows that are in the universe, but not like at the core of Andy's Girls, I just give myself permission not to watch it. Mm -hmm. And also, if I'm not genuinely interested in watching it, I'm not going to watch it. It's just not going to happen. Listen, Joe Tapper, you know what is happening? Your incredible show, The White Chip. Um, where can folks go to get tickets? It's playing now through March 9th. Yeah. Um, you can get tickets on Today Ticks. Today Ticks uh has been a great facilitator. They've like taken over the role of like support. Like we were this like our show, and then um Danny and the Deep Blue Sea was their first show that they fully oh. did to you know, Danny and the Deep Blue Sea, which was at the Lortel with, yeah, with Aubrey that, Plaza. Right, right, right. So that was their first show where they did they they did the whole ticket thing and now our show also. So that's a great honor. Wow, how humbling. Um, so you can get tickets on today ticks, and then you can also get to uh, tickets on on the box office at the box office because with today with today tickets, today ticks, yeesh. Um <laughs> bleh, I gotta do a warm-up. Um, but with today ticks, like th- there's a certain time where you can't get to like if you wanted to see the show tonight. Yeah. And you're you're, uh, at, I think, like after a certain time, like five or six, you mm-hmm. can't get tickets for tonight's show. Mm. It'll block out, but you could come to the box office. And oh, get great! Them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 that. We we got three more weeks, and then as as uh, the powers the the uh, the higher ups say, more will be revealed. I was gonna ask you. Okay, I'll ask <laughs> you about that offline. Um, in the meantime, where can AGs follow you on social? Oh, uh, my, I only have Instagram. That's my only one. And I didn't know you were on Instagram. This is so terrible. So I tagged Anna Lee when I went to your show and like fell apart after. And oh. I didn't. And then I just, I just found out that you're on IG. I'm so oh, sorry. I, I tagged you. I'm very inactive on it. I've okay. been more active now just kind of like adding yeah. stories. You sure. know, whatever, like anybody tags me in something, I just add it to the story. Or Love. I have to be like a, 
uh, I get asked to be a like we were on Drew Barrymore and Morning Joe. Oh my god, yes, you were. Yeah, and and they would ask me to be like, uh, you know, like the, the thing would come on my phone would say, "Will you be a co?" Yeah, on the post. On the post. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so I've done those. I've added the things to the stories. But other than that, I um, I uh, <laughs> I'm not really active. So please don't blame yourself. But I'm at Joey Taps. Right. At Joey Taps. How was Drew Barrymore, by the way? Wild. Yeah? A, wild and amazing. Because she was crazy just like and amazing. straight up next to you, like completely. The energy. She had the closeness. The closeness. Is a lot. And also- But um, it's, I believe it's real. It is real. Yeah, 100%. It felt very yeah, real. Yeah, she's so open. Yes. And she's ama- she was amazing. Yeah. And- uh, and and they do a really great job of editing that. Like, oh yeah, they do like a really uh, incredible job of like, like because there there are points where maybe you thought this while you were listening. I I tend to ramble, and um, no, I didn't. I really didn't. <laughs> but but they, they were able. But to, they were, yeah. you know, and I'm. Um, it was it was an incredible experience. Not only was it incredible, like wow, look at this. We're on this talk show, and we're getting to talk about this this like little little play that could mm-hmm. that we're doing and also it was drew barrymore yeah i mean it's drew i mean barrymore. it was drew barrymore we forget that it's drew barrymore it's drew barrymore but drew barrymore is in fact spoiler alert drew barrymore and that's an incredible yes yeah. and she's like, drew barrymore drew barrymore yeah had, uh, she was talking to annalee about like broadway shows and i was like lest we forget there's a theater named <laughs> after her family truly yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. you know um, i think nuts like was it yeah, like she incredible. talked about you can't take it with you and i was like her grandpa won an oscar <laughs> <laughs> or a great grandpa or whatever but i you I know mean, like lionel barrymore yeah it's incredible from from a little movie called it's a wonderful life if 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 that's as deep as it goes you know it's, mr potter i mean it's <laughs> it, to think about legacy yeah and family and, she, and drew's own journey it's yeah fascinating and, and, and she's it was amazing it was amazing. There were some things when I think back, I'm like, because I kind of like, kind of, I know this is like a tricky um, expression to use since we've been talking about alcoholism so so much, but like, I, I was like blackout, like during these moments. Out I'm of like, body. Yeah, it's like out, yeah, of body. out of body. Like, especially on Morning Joe, and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm yeah. sitting here. This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But with her, it was that same thing. And that was both on the same day. That's nuts. And wild. then we had two shows. Which one of them you saw? Oh my God. Because it was on Valentine's Day. Crying my goddamn heart <laughs> out. Um, listen, before we wrap, I'm just curious because uh, I, I know this is a sensitive topic for a lot of people um, listening to this episode. If you had any just kind of words of advice for yes. someone who might be going through and yes. experiencing some difficulty or they have a family member or a loved yeah. one and they're not sure how to have a conversation, if at all, yeah. do you have any just kind of parting wisdom? This is a disease. There is no, you know, there, there, addiction, there is, uh, um, addiction is not weakness. This is a disease. It is not a moral fail, failure. Um, uh, there's no shame in support. And, and this one is the one that I really, I really live by. Don't quit before the miracles happen because I believe in miracles and the miracles are true in all, in all ways of all life, not just in uh, recovery or sobriety. Miracles happen. I can tell you, I can prove it to you because I'm sitting here talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. So don't quit. You know, the miracle could happen um, uh, tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So don't quit today Yeah, because then you won't get to see it. So that's what I say. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't mm-hmm. quit. Um, and, 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 it's, uh, to to uh, <laughs> to borrow from Goodwill Hunting from Robin Williams' character. Oh. It's not your fault. 
Yeah. It's not your fault. Oh my God, that can make me cry. That movie yeah. like fucks me up. Yeah, me too. Ugh. But remember that it's not yeah. your fault. And it isn't. Yeah. It isn't your fault. It's generational. It's hereditary. And it is 100% a disease. Yeah. And the miracle can be hope. And that's right. And that yeah. is one of the great things I love about the play is that mm-hmm. there's hope. Yeah. There's hope. You know what, guys? I have hope for you that you join the Andy's Girls Patreon. It's the number one way to support the pod. Get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more at patreon.com slash Andy's Girls. Follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. Joe Tapper, this was so meaningful this for me. This was the best. Truly, this is, I, you're wonderful. Uh, thank you. I You are wonderful. I mean. And I was so honored that you asked me to be oh on this. Oh, my God. A pleasure. <laughs> I truly. Did you like how I was like, wait, do you want us both? Or, no. No, and just I me by no. myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I had a conversation with Carl with, during the Lindsay era, but they were in a, ironically or not, they were um, at a, they did participate in a fabulous show with um, two friends who host with a page six for called Reality Tea, Reality. And it was a Valentine's show about couples. And I was talking to Carl after and he, I was like, you should come on Andrew's Girls. I would love to talk to you about your journey with sobriety. And he was like, yeah, I'll come on with Lindsay. And I was like, yeah, or <laughs> we could just do, because I just think it's a, it's an interesting conversation. And yeah. You know, Annalise, welcome back anytime. Yeah, sure, and I will sure. text her or whatever. Yeah. But I I'm I'm thankful that uh that this is the combo that it was. Yeah. Well now I have your number, so now I can text yes, you. Truly. You can be, we can be another text bravo and it'll be fun. Honestly, and I'm curious for your thoughts, really both of your thoughts with the finale and whatever yeah. we have coming with Kyle. It's a big one. It's, it's a my, big one. It's 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 really true. It is my Roman Empire. Yeah. It's the Kyle Mauricio. It truly ah. is. And seeing that I will be in Rome next week, that is on that is my miracle. How many days? I don't remember. I I start people keep asking me how long the trip is. And I was like, oh, I should have added that up. So I'm going, I leave Thursday, flying overnight to Paris. I'm in Paris for a couple nights. Then I go to Rome for a couple days, never been to Italy, and then I go back to Paris for a couple days. Because Paris is like my one true love. Yeah. Je t'aime. We're gonna do it again. Uh, Paris. You got to. We're going to bring Jack. My son is a uh, great. He loves. How old is he now? He's seven. Oh, he loves four, art. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> he's, um, he's seven. He loves art. And I just want to take him there. Yeah. And I just can't wait. Um, we're not going to be able to do it this year. Um, we had to kind of uh, adapt some plans. But okay. but we are going to do it. Paris will be there. I can't wait. Honestly, like, and a year goes by, that's probably better. Yeah, I want to do. I want to be a little older. Yeah, I want to do Paris. I want to do London. I want to take him to see a show at the Globe in London, and I want to go to Ireland. Annalise never been to Ireland. I've only been there for two days, and and I really want to go back someday. You know what? I need to go to Ireland. That's on the list. It's 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 amazing. I I can't tell you. It's the feel is. Yeah. I don't know if you're. I'm Irish, so I'm I'm like probably like two percent honestly, and that feels like a lot. Yeah. Actually, more than that. No more. My dad said, if "I'm anyway. It, yeah. We'll do a genealogy next okay, time." Great. Um, on that note, Joe, thanks very much for Thank so much you. for coming on. This was Thank a total you. thrill. Yes. And guys, thanks so much for listening, and we will chat with you soon. Bye bye.